Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks hey guys welcome back to the pod hope everyone had a fantastic weekend oh my gosh it is officially the week of my first DJ set. i cannot explain how excited i am if you are going to be in aspen this friday 6 p.m the jade room please come there's you don't even have to have a ticket to it's just door discretion if you want to get a table you can um, please come. It's going to be actually so fucking fun. I am so pumped. I am nervous for sure, but also I'm just so excited. Like you have to take the first step. You know what I mean? We're also opening for Bob Moses on Saturday. I mean, fucking pinch me. So if you're going to be in town, let me know. And if anybody wants me to DJ their parties, their events, brands, I'm looking at you. I know how to start a party. So get in touch with Sethi. Okay couple things before I get into today's main topic, which is when is it when it's time to push yourself? So I need to speak about something on um, that I've been seeing on TikTok, which is I don't know if you've been seeing this creator. She's been telling this story. Apparently, she lived with a Victoria's Secret model in back in the day, I guess, 10 years ago. And 
I won't lie to you. I, I didn't even finish the original video because I really don't like that style of video. And I've been open about that before. I really don't like that style where someone comes on and say, oh, you know, this celebrity like came into my restaurant and they like didn't leave a big tip or they were mean or whatever, like doing a cryptic story or even like I feel a lot of influencers will do that. I feel like it's always a trend around fashion week. I feel influencers will go online and they'll say, I went to a party and, you know, this girl looked at me in a mean way and like she's so mean and like she's a popular influencer with blonde hair. And then everybody in the comments is like, oh, my God, is it this person? Is this person? I, I think it's this person. And it's like a witch hunt. It's like a witch hunt. Right. So this creator comes on. She's telling this story. She makes like legitimately, I think, like 10 videos at this point about apparently this nightmare roommate she had. Everybody's guessing in the comments, blowing up the Victoria's Secret models, like trying to figure out who it is. And the worst part is, well, not the worst part, but I think that something that I've noticed that I find very alarming and disturbing is the TikTok search bar. And I guess it's AI. Like, I, I don't know it how it is formed this the the tiktok search bar if you're not on tiktok by the way essentially what this is is on a video there will be a related search that comes at the bottom of the video and it is a very inflammatory like it it is really really inflammatory like mine are always like tinks ozempic tinks canceled tinks drama tinks crying like very negative things that are so crazy and like so shit story and I just like I don't know where that comes from but I do think that it's very dangerous I'm sorry I'm talking about two things here so let me I'll get back to that but on the search bar on this creator's videos about the Victoria's Secret models it's all their names right and so it's making people think that it's real and I think that's a very dangerous thing oh and then I saw another video where I saw a young guy come on TikTok and he said, oh, I spent the weekend with this celebrity. Like he hasn't called me back, like naming the celebrity. Like, don't you want to get your things back? And like, whatever. And I know you might be thinking, Tink's like, you're only defending celebrities. Like, oh, celebrities are going to be fine. They're so powerful, blah, blah, blah. But for me, this is a very concerning trend. It's kind of the same. It's kind of reminds me of the same vibe as West Elm Caleb where the internet we are getting to a place where people will do and say anything for views and likes and i'm not saying that we shouldn't hold people accountable celebrities accountable for their bad behavior whatever i'm just saying that we are entering a new territory and if it is and mark my words like if it is becoming so commonplace to just be doing this stuff for likes and views like shitting on celebs or influencers or whatever it will happen to everybody and it, it already is i guess i'm kind of muddling up my points but so there's a couple it's like first of all if you're gonna say something say it with your chest i really believe that like if you want to call out a celebrity or have a story and you really want to go there you want to be messy like say it with your chest that's my first point the second point is i think it's tacky to like 10 years later stir up so much fucking drama and make people think badly about what is probably like 30 girls or something and whatever and making them come on and each defend themselves in like one by one it's just like what was the point like what was the point like so you would get like 15 minutes of of tiktok fame like okay 
my fourth point is people can say anything on the internet. And I am in no way saying that this girl isn't saying the truth. Like I'm sure she is, but the combination of people doing things for likes and views and then adding on what is no doubt like negative AI search bar, like it's a recipe for disaster. Let me give you an example that I thought of. Let's say there was a creator on there and someone made a messy video about them, but like insinuating it was them. And then they put on their ex-influencer cheating on husband or whatever. No one has any way to verify that. And all of a the sudden there are hundreds of thousands of impressions of this negative accusation that literally AI made up, but but it was probably based on people like talking shit on the internet, talking shit on TikTok, being cryptic and whatnot. I am saying this as a human, not as a influencer or person who spends the majority of their life on the internet. That is very dangerous. We are getting to a dangerous place. And I genuinely think that we need to teach internet literacy in schools. As you know, I really hate AI. I'm very scared by it. And this is actually a good example of how I think it seems small, but it, it can have very negative consequences. It can really build up like this is this can be out of control very quickly. And I really think that we need to teach Internet literacy so that people know how to discern what information is actually fact, what is gossip and what is completely made up because it's going to get out of control really fast. I mean, I think about that a lot this year, like with the election, there is going to be so much fucking fake information and and shit out there and it's scary it's scary like i i just i don't know i i know that was a rant but it really bothers me and i've always had an issue with people making cryptic videos and starting witch hunts i mean i don't know what do you guys think like i was about to say you know i guess if if a celebrity does have really bad you know behavior we need to call them out on it whatever but i'm like i don't even know if we do like not everything has to be a, a crying story on TikTok. Like not every time you get slighted in the real world, do you need to go on TikTok and like accuse someone of like toxic gaslighting, blah, blah, blah. Like I, that's that's just how I believe. And listen, I am guilty of that. Like I think that I can speak from personal experience because I have made that mistake before and I regret it. And I spoke about that in my book and I, and I will say it again here because I feel responsible and I was immature and I didn't think it through like I'm speaking specifically about when my ex-boyfriend cheated on me and I went on TikTok and this was at the height of when I was like TikTok sweetheart I had so many followers like everybody was for me and I made a crying video and I even though I never mentioned his name that started a world of hurt for him and I think about that you know once in a while like that was fucked up of me and if I could go back I wouldn't do that because it's not cool and when you go on the internet and you accuse people of things and you talk shit about them and you do these videos, there are consequences because people have no fucking lives and they will sit there and they will swarm on someone until the next drama comes along. So I am in no way saying that I'm above this. I'm saying I've been part of it and I'm saying that I just wanted to call out this trend because I don't like it. And I think that people need to think before they make these videos and we need to think when we are consuming someone's video or when we are consuming, you know, a TikTok uh, search bar, we need to think who, what is the goal of this video? Is it to hold someone accountable? Is it to start drama? Is it to get views? Blah, blah, blah. Then we need to think, is this true? 
Is this verified? Let me use my brain. Then we need to think, how is this piece of content aiming to make me feel? Like, what is the desired reaction? And am I giving it to them? Or am I going to take a beat and say, hmm, okay, let me think about this and let me weigh it back and forth. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums, and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with brand new releases and next listen recommendations. There's a story for every listener from classic favorites to exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors. Okay, so you guys, I listened to The Shards by Brett Easton Ellis on Audible and it was so scary. Okay, I was freaking out. I would be in my car listening to it and I literally sometimes would have to pull over because I was so engrossed in the story. It's set in Los Angeles. It is a mystery mystery, thriller, whodunit. And it is so scary and it's so emotive. And I literally was addicted to it. I couldn't do anything else for like two weeks while I was listening to it. Audible members can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. New Audible members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. A consistent body care routine is so important to me, you guys. I love to feel good in myself. I love to feel good in my skin. It is our largest organ, so I like to take care of it. And I like to look good. While naked. Yes, I admit it. You guys know I am obsessed with Osea. And a lot of it in part is because of how the products make me feel. So I love that I can trust everything that they make because they put such care and thought into each product. And I love how the body products make my skin feel very soft, very smooth. There's a no harsh chemicals or dyes in any of it. It's just natural and it makes me feel naturally good. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on 
orders over $60, head to oseamalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Do you find yourself searching for true crime podcasts that are different from what you're always recommended? Do you want to make a real difference in the cases that you're following? Well, you're a crime junkie. And I'm Ashley Flowers the creator and host of the number one true crime podcast, Crime Junkie. There are hundreds of episodes already available, and each Monday we dive into the details of cases spanning from some of the most infamous to those that you have never heard covered before. Listen to Crime Junkie podcast now, wherever you're listening. Let's talk about when it's time to push yourself, because this is a topic that I get asked about a lot in terms of moving changing careers, uh, breaking up with people, kind of those big life events. And I want to start by saying that I am not someone who believes in toxic work culture. I am someone who has been thinking a lot about like how wrong we get it in America and how capitalism has like kind of ruined our lives and that this whole like you need to work the whole time and like you need to just go 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 and like you can never stop like giving up is for quitters like I don't subscribe to that I don't believe in nonstop hustle I don't believe in like I'm not an adrenaline junkie like I don't that's not me however I do think that there is something to be said for grit and going out of your outside of your comfort zone and pushing yourself once in a while And part of life is knowing when to push and when to quit because I believe in quitting. I think I even did an episode about quitting. Sometimes you just got to say, fuck this shit and leave. Okay. But sometimes you have to do hard things. If you haven't read Matthew McConaughey's book, um, Green Lights, I highly recommend it. It's amazing. And you know, when he talks about green lights, it's like, to me, how I interpreted that is that's when it's time to push. That's when it's time to do the hard thing. One mantra or thought that I absolutely love is always do things a little bit before you're ready. And that definitely has applied to my life in terms of jobs, breaking up with people and moving. So I'm going to go through some examples in my own life and hopefully apply to your life and if you're thinking about doing something like a big decision and I'm talking about like when do you know it's time to move cities when do you know it's time to leave your boyfriend when do you when is it time to take a leap of faith and start your own business because those are hard fucking scary things especially now like we are I I swear to god if one more person says this but I'm gonna be the next person to say it we are living in such uncertain times that like it can feel even scarier. And I want to acknowledge that, you guys. It is fucking scary, okay? It's not the 90s or the 2000s when shit was, like, weird but pretty stable. You know, it is a different fucking time, and I, I'm so aware of that. Okay, so the first one that I want to talk about is, like, when I was going to go to grad school. And I talk about this in my book, but I was starting to feel... I knew in my core that I had to break up with my boyfriend. I knew I had to. And I also kind of knew that I needed to find a new city and I needed to, I needed change. Okay. So the first time around I applied to Parsons, I get in and I get a scholarship. Okay. I get a scholarship. Parents are so proud of me. Everyone's so proud of me. I was, I actually wasn't proud of myself because I was so mentally warped because I was dating this fucking freak, but he convinced me 
that I shouldn't do it because he wanted to live in my room for free and like have me drive him around and like do his laundry, but whatever. And I don't believe in regrets because I really believe everything like happens for a reason. And if I hadn't had stayed with him, I hadn't had that had that experience. I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't have been able to write the book and do all this shit. But I do regret not going the first year because I was I was scared, but I was ready. Right now, the next year, I was still afraid. I was still shit scared. And I really knew that I needed to do it. And this time around, I was like, I'm not going to fuck it up. Okay. And I, it was even, it was in a way, it was even harder for me because I had broken up with my boyfriend and I was in this great job. Like I had an unreal job. I was working at Poshmark and it was my favorite job I ever had apart from this one. I had great friends. I was living in San Francisco. I loved it. I was happy. My life was sick. I was like, loved work, loved everything. And I was like, I, I just have this feeling that I need to take the next step. It It is like a gut feeling. You can't really explain it, but you're like, I need to make a big change. So I applied again. Obviously, they didn't give me a scholarship the second time because they were like, well, what the fuck? Why do, why do you want to come again, psycho? But I and so I was going to have to like, again, borrow money from my parents to pay for it, whatever, which was so annoying. I wish I could literally Venmo charge that stupid ex-boyfriend of mine, whatever. But I knew I had to do it. So I left San Francisco, I left my amazing job, and I left my amazing friends. And I just took the leap of faith. And I just knew it's time to do something scary. Okay, let's talk about breaking up with people. And this is one of the hardest things that we do in life, is breaking up with people. I think it's honestly harder to break up with people than to be broken up with. In fact, I know it is. I would way rather be dumped, because then you're like, okay, well, there's nothing I can do. Like, peace out. I'm going to be sad, but there is nothing actually worse than that gut feeling you have when you wake up one random morning and you look at your boyfriend and you're like, I need to break up with you. Now, it takes different amounts of time for us to get there, but I genuinely hate this feeling so much. It's awful. It's like a cloud is over you and you try to push it away and then you kind of slowly start to talk to your friends about it. You slowly start to talk to your therapist about it. And then you're like, oh, this is real. Like, I have to do this. And it's one of the hardest things. But in my opinion, if you have that gut feeling, you have to break up with them. It's not honest to stay with them. If you have that feeling like you're not my person and this has kind of run its course. And as soon as you have that thought, again, I'm not asking you to be superhuman and like, dump them the next day who could do that but you have to do it because if you can't see yourself doing the next thing with them pause I'm gonna re-explain this this amazing theory slash trick if you can't see yourself doing the next thing with them then you have to break up with them so for example if you're exclusive and you couldn't see them being your boyfriend okay what's the point if they're your boyfriend and you couldn't see yourself falling in love with them what's the point if you're kind of in love with them but you couldn't see yourself moving in with them in the future forget it so if you can't see yourself doing the next thing with them or if you just have that gut feeling you have to break up with them and it's scary it's fucking scary and it's hard to break up with someone but you can't let it drag for too long you can't I have regrets about not breaking up with certain guys quicker because it's scary. It's You get fucking comfortable. 
And then you do the thing where you're like, oh, but we have that wedding we're going to. Oh, but it's the holidays. Oh, but I'm going through a hard time at work, so I don't think I can right now. Oh, but I really like his apartment and I like staying there and I don't want to. I just, I, you know. And then all of a sudden you look up and you've been in limbo for a year. And I would say the two strongest things that I have to help you if you're in this position is number one, imagine yourself in a year from now and be like, okay, how do I want to dealt with this? Do I want to let it drag on for months and then break up with him? Or do I want to have been really, really, you know, upset for a little bit, but ultimately move on because I know it's the right thing? Obviously, the second one. And then the second thing is sometimes the only way to get your brain to wrap around actually doing it is like this hurt will only get worse and I will only hurt the other person worse if I let this drag on more. And if you're having all these thoughts, then it's time to push yourself and it's time to do the hard thing. Let's talk about moving jobs. I'm getting this question a lot right now. I know that the job market is really fucking tough, okay? And when I was at Gap, I so bad at my job. I Everybody knew it and they were kind of like, look, you need to kind of like look for a new job and whatnot. And I was like, I know I do. I was stressed out. I nearly got fired a bunch of times. And I just could not find a job. I looked for a year and I was I was like anal Virgo about it. I would send so many cold emails. I would do so many interviews and it just wasn't fucking clicking. And ultimately, I got to this point where I was like, I need to quit this job because I am going to destroy my name because I'm so bad. It was to the point where I was like, everybody knew I needed to leave. I knew I needed to leave. And I was like, if I stay, it will just make them hate me even more and it will just ruin this so I need to just quit and I actually didn't have another job lined up I had interviewed a couple times at Poshmark but I didn't know if it was a done deal I was scared shitless and I was like I just have to do this and have a little faith in myself that I will figure it out and I kind of can use this to light a fire under my ass and it was scary and it was hard but I did it and after a couple weeks I had secured the Poshmark job And it's tricky with jobs. Like it's hard to give a blanket statement because it's so different. Like sometimes you need the job. Sometimes you can't quit the job. And that's the hard thing. Sometimes you just need to do the job for a little bit longer because it's what's paying your rent and you you need to just do it for a little bit longer. But if you're in a position, like I feel as though I get a lot of messages about, you know, I'm really bored. I kind of want to switch careers. I'm 30 or I'm in my 30s. Is it too late? What should I do? You are not too old and it is not too late. Okay. If you have the power, if you have the capability to start your business or switch careers or, you know, make your side hustle a full-time thing, go for it. We are taught to be way too failure adverse in this world. Like, do you know how many successful people failed a million times before they found their passion, before they found what works for them. Most of them, okay? Success isn't linear. And to do to do something amazing, you have to do something hard. Like nothing good comes from something easy. Like the definite, I love that mantra that's like the definition of insanity is doing the same behavior over and over again 
and expecting a different result. And you can apply that to your relationship, to the city you're living in, to the job, whatever the hard thing is that you're challenging yourself to. You can't just keep doing the same thing and and be like, oh, well, maybe tomorrow I'll like my horrible job more. Oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe I'll after a year of like being over my boyfriend, I'll just, you know, it will be fine. Sometimes we have to do hard things. And that's the point about them. They are hard. They are painful. They are challenging. But that's when you have to have faith in yourself. You really have to drop into that faith and say, I will figure this out, even if we have to take a dip, even if we have to be hurt, even if we have to, you know, things are going to be tough for a minute. If you want to be really great, it's you have to do, you have to push yourself. You don't have to do hard things for the sake of it. Like if you're listening to this and there's nothing wrong in your life, I'm not saying go out and like buzz your hair and like move to Montana just like to do the hard thing for the sake of it. But I feel like especially as women, we have those moments, those inflection points in our life where we're like, I got to kind of shit or get off the pot. And I am encouraging you to do the hard thing when you get the sign. Again, they, th- this isn't frequent, okay? this is, I'm not talking about like, oh, like you're taking a spin class and that's hard and scary. I'm talking about like those inflection points, they happen, you know, maybe like three times in a decade. That job opportunity in a foreign country, that the breakup that, you know, for your long-term relationship that you know in your heart is dead, like those inflection points. It's like the move, you know, your your best friend calls you and said, hey, let's move to Austin for a year. Let's just fucking do it. I know you're unhappy in your city. I'm talking about those moments. You, you got to do it. You got to rip it. Life is short, baby. I hope that was inspiring. I honestly feel like I'm going to be so honest. I feel like I'm kind of in that w- with LA right now. I feel like I'm dragging my feet. Like I know that I want to move back to New York and I'm like, oh, but my house, the cats, my team, I'm making excuses. I want to be in New York. So tanks, find a fucking way to do it. Rip it. Like, come on, try, try harder. I mean, I even kind of had that with DJing. Like we dragged our feet for a few months and then I was like, we looked at each other and we were like, are we going to do this or not? And I was, wor- I was worried. I was worried people were going to roll their eyes and say, why are you trying to do this? Like, oh, you, why are you being a DJ? Like, da, da, da. And then I was like, fuck it. Fuck the naysayers. Fuck it. Fuck the haters. Fuck the fear. Just do it. Just try. If you, what's the worst that can happen? You can fail. Oh, I know. I know. I know what uh, quote, what mantra I'm going to end on. Ready? Doubt killed more dreams than failure ever did. Amen. Can I get an amen? I love you all so very much. I will see you back here on Wednesday. I would really appreciate it if you give me a good rating or share this with a friend. I'll see you Wednesday. Bye. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft 
athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go. And I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming. And ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.